I thank you, everybody, for clicking back to my podcast. As per usual, I'm your host, Riley. In like full transparency, I don't have a topic for this week. And I've kind of been stressing myself out thinking about it. And nothing's really like worked. And I actually had like a different episode that I had written and planned and, and tried to record. And every time that I recorded it, I hated it. And I put work into it too. Like I went back and I reread the book and I made notes and I had everything that I wanted to talk about. But like I said, every time that I would record it, I'd hate it. And that's not really like why I made this platform. It's not why I have this podcast at all is to like put out content that I don't want to put out. So I'm not going to do it. So today's going to be um, a much more informal podcast. But before I get into that, I also want to talk about some of the reasons why it's been not hard for me to make this podcast, but some of the reasons why I think I've been struggling a little bit to come up with topics. And I've been definitely procrastinating making this episode. First of all, I don't think people realize, and actually that's not true. People do realize, but you don't really until you, you're in the middle of it, is that any kind of public forum opens you up to criticism. And that's actually really intimidating, especially as like I get into more personal topics that I do plan on doing, like attachment theory and my past relationships or my medication and therapy journey. Like I do plan on talking about those at some point, but I also like, I start looking at locations and I start looking at like regular listeners. I can't see who they are, but I start looking at locations and it kind of like gets in my head a little bit about, about what I'm talking about, the subject matter I'm putting out. And it can be a little anxiety inducing, even though it's my podcast, I can talk about what I want, right? So I've definitely been a little more critical of my content because of that. Okay. Also, uh, I, I knew this when I went into this. So it's not like, it's not like someone like, pull the the curtains back, right? But there's also this big vulnerability that comes with podcasting because anyone can listen to this and they can be updated on like my life and what I'm doing and what I'm thinking about and my opinions. And and it's extremely one-sided and it's kind of a weird feeling because I don't get to do that. I don't do the same thing. I, in fact, I would choose not to. So it's, it is a weird feeling. And every time I like sit down and think about it, it makes me feel really weird. So I kind of need to stop doing that. And I hope I do. So anyway, that was just some things I was thinking about. I want to get that like out of the way. And then we'll get into some of the content that I wrote for this week, which isn't groundbreaking at all. I think the like the title of this is going to be like, oh, things I love. (laughs) So some of them are going to be more silly, goofy, more funny. And some of them are going to be things I actually love right now. So, uh, you know, use your powers of discernment. Figure it out for yourself, which is which. All right, number one, and this is a really big one. This is what started my list. It's that I've loved never having babies and never having a child in my body because, A, first of all, that's disgusting. It really freaks me out. I never want to think about it. And, B, because ever since I got Charlie, like, I swear to God, I have a baby anyway, and I can't. Like, I can barely with her, you know? Like, I could just, I never could. And... I love that I don't. Here's the thing about puppies that I didn't know because I think people, I think I'm more impulsive than people think that I am because I had no plan when I bought Charlie at all. I did not intend to go out and get a puppy. I just saw her and I bought her. And I didn't know at the time that puppies are so much work and it really does feel like you have a baby because my whole day revolves around when Charlie takes a nap because I can't do anything otherwise. I have to watch her. So like when I go to the gym, it's when Charlie takes a nap. And when I start cleaning the house, it's when Charlie takes a nap. What does that remind you of? A baby. Me too. And you also have to entertain a puppy like a baby. You know, like you have to buy them toys and play with them. 
And also for like anyone who thinks the lines are blurred right now, I'm a cat person to my core, 100%. If Charlie died tomorrow, I would be really upset. I'd be really sad. But if my cat died tomorrow, I'd be devastated. I'd be out of commission. And I don't really know why. I, I like them both. Uh, but that's just the truth. Also, cats are like a thousand times easier. And like, they're so easy and they just do their own thing. Like they're here, they, they're there to hang out. But also, even as kittens, like after four weeks, they're weaned. They use their own litter box. They don't need to be entertained. And I think cats are awesome. I'm such a cat person. I would say everyone should get one. But, you know, there's all those dog people out there. So, Okay, number two. And I hope mom, my mom, like, turns this podcast off for this one. Because it's against her religion. And that would be that I love Diet Pepsi. And I've started drinking it. And I'm not really proud of it because I wasn't raised that way, you know? But it happens. And I think the only thing that would make her, like hurt her more is if I started drinking Bud Light. And I haven't crossed that line. So she should be grateful. And frankly, I won't. Okay. Number three. This one's serious. Um, I love Caleb Hammer videos. He's a finance guy on YouTube. I love them. And they've actually really helped me. Because there's like three financial goals that I wanted to accomplish this year. Because I'm turning 25. Ugh. But I wanted to A, start an emergency fund and actually save. Because I always get my savings up to a certain point and then I spend it and I go on a trip or I buy an item, which is fine. That's what's money. That's like what savings is for. But after watching his videos, I finally saved up an emergency fund of six months, which is more money than I've had in an account, I think ever. And a lot of that is thanks to his channel. Number two, I wanted to pay off my car because, because I did, you know? And I finally did like because of his videos and going through a budget and how much a good car payment can take out of your monthly budget for things that you could spend that money on. Otherwise I just did it and I worked really hard and I saved my money and I made sure it all went on my car and I finally paid it off, which I'm so proud of. It's been on my list for like years. Okay. The third is that I wanted to start my 401k and I didn't know anything about it and I didn't know how to start. And the thing about other people is in their 20s, I think they started their retirement fund or it's, it was started for them through their job. And this job that I have now is the first one that's, the, that's ever been offered. It's the first time that was ever on the table. And so it's also, it's taken me two years to do it. But I also think that because of the way that they match, two years is around the time that it starts actually being beneficial for me. So I finally did. It was um, incredibly easy. It probably took like two minutes and I probably should have done it sooner. But I did it now. And a lot of that is thanks to his videos. So I would recommend it. Okay. Number four, I've been obsessively and I want to put an emphasis on the word obsessively. I've been obsessively watching suits and it's not even about the show. Honestly, like I turn it on in the morning and I turn it on at night and every moment in between I have it on. I think it could be any show, but I don't know what I'm avoiding because clearly I'm avoiding something. I really hate being alone with my thoughts right now. But it right now it suits and I love it. I think it's like the drama in that show is fantastic. Every single episode, there's something crazy that happens. And I think I would hate to live in that world, but I love watching it and I would recommend it. I think it's a great show. Okay. Number five, it's the feeling of pulling out a sweet, sweet Kindle to read on like it's 2008. And, uh, yeah, it's awesome. It's glare free. The screen is awesome. That's why I bought it. But, uh, I didn't realize when I bought it that it's coming back that I was actually not ahead of the curve and I wasn't setting any trends. A lot of people have Kindles now. So love it. Number six, there's this dog on TikTok and his name is Minion. I don't remember what his account name is, but I love him and I watch him all the time. And he, he fills me with like this warm feeling that everything's going to be okay. 
and I'm not exaggerating. <laughs> like that's not, I really feel that way when I watch his videos. They make me feel good. And it's part of my morning routine to watch his TikTok. Again, I don't know the name, but you'll know it when you see it and you'll feel it when you feel it. Number seven, I have loved, <laughs> okay, I've loved watching my puppy fail at going upstairs. It's, just, it's like a hilarious limitation. Everyone else can do it. And <laughs> she can't, she really wants to. And I don't know, like, I'm not always going to be able to laugh at the fact that she just can't figure out stairs, but <laughs> I think it's so funny right now. What an interesting little thing. I'd be embarrassed, but she's not. I don't think she gets it. Okay, number eight. <laughs> and I love this one too. I'm so glad I remembered to put it on this list because I love it. It's uh, describing my private story on Instagram to someone in depth and detail, but not putting them on it. And it's so funny. It's like that bit that you like continue to do, even though the other person doesn't think it's that funny. Um, but it like never dies. And that's the bit for me is to just never put them on it, but tell them all about it. Number nine. And this one's, I think everyone should do this. Even if you're not going to Vegas, I love telling old people that I'm going to Vegas and nothing happens. Like they're fine with it. But that look in their eyes, when you first, they expect you to say something else about what you're up to. And you say, oh, I'm going to Vegas. I love it. It's a great feeling. And number 10, this one's really good. It's the superiority complex I get from telling people that I don't vape. It's like an adrenaline rush that probably is better than vaping. It, to be like in a crowd where everyone else vapes and they pull it out. And if you say, oh, I, I never have. It's, uh, I love it. It's like, it's just the best feeling. And I'm going to continue to do it. Okay, number 11 is super niche. But um, I followed him on Instagram. And there's a few other girls I know that did too. So, you know, they get it they get it. I was watching all these like Jubilee Spectrum videos, which I do enjoy. I think they're really well done, but this one was dumb. It's embarrassing. I was watching like how uh, rate someone's Riz, but there's this guy on there that I fell in love with immediately. And he's not even cute. He's really not. There's nothing that should objectively be attractive about him, but I heard him talk for 30 seconds, fell in love with him, followed him on Instagram. His name's Nut. So, and I also felt the same way about hearing that as you just did. But I love him. So I had to put him on the list. There's nothing like, it's not like a, I don't know. I just had to put him on the list. Number 12. And this is not just me. This is a house favorite. We've been doing this for probably two weeks now. And it started because Taylor texted Lauren and I in the group chat to say that she really needed like a record of what engagement ring we would get. And I know why she did this because we have talked about this before that if you're dating someone, that's not the time to pick out your engagement ring because then they're going to have to ask you and it's the whole thing. It's really not smart. So we have talked about this before. I don't know why Taylor was all of a sudden into it two weeks ago, but she knew a lot about it and she knew about like sustainable diamonds and the way that they're cut. And do you want this band or this band? How many carrots? So we started researching it and then we started this really fun game that I do love, which is where we go on Instagram and we look at all the other girls engagement rings. And the downside to this is that we're all incredibly single and there's nothing even like on the horizon. But we love to go through and say, oh, is that half a carrot or one carrot? We have no carrots. <laughs> but we still love it. Number 13. Uh, this, I, we made a big deal on another podcast of telling someone they were really, we gaslit someone into <laughs> thinking that Tom Cruise wasn't cool. And I, you know, the more I research Tom Cruise, the more I think he's not built like the rest of us. Like, I just don't think his head works the way our head, our, like everyone else's head works. Because I've loved, like, watching and researching Tom Cruise doing his own stunts. I didn't know that. And they're insane. Like, they really are. And you can love him or hate him, but the stuff that he does is insane. 
And I, we were watching Mission, uh, Mission Impossible movies. Yeah. And yeah, it's crazy. Like the stuff that he does, like the whole like running up a building, that tallest building with nothing but a rope. Like he was actually on the outside of that building. Or there's one where he, like, the plane takes off. He was on the plane on the outside hanging onto the wing. That's crazy. Like, I have to give credit where credit is due. That's insane. And I've loved watching it. I've loved researching that. Okay, number 14. And this one, it's going to make me look bad because it's going to make me look like a hater. Maybe I am. I love that men have hobbies. I really do. I think it's awesome. But I'm going to continue to make fun of men who religiously play golf. It's fun. It's goofy. It makes me feel good. And I don't discriminate. Like, I'll do it to their face. I'll do it behind their back. I'll do it on their Instagram. I'll DM DM them about it. I think it's so funny. And I don't know. I just love doing it. I don't know. (laughs) Okay, number 15. And this is also a house favorite. This is not just me. But we must love doing this because we do it all the time. We get ice cream. And then we eat like half of it and then we leave it in the fridge for it to ice over completely. And then it's uneatable. Like we ruin it and then we never talk, like touch it again. We never throw it out. And like I said, we must love doing this because there's like six of them in there. And there was like a slushy from like a year and a half ago. And every time I close the door, I see it and I know it's there. And there's like a, there's like a mental block where I can't throw it out and I never think to throw it out. And I know it's there. I know exactly where it is. It's in my head. I could go downstairs right now and throw it out, and I won't, which means I must love having it in there. All right, number 16, and I hope everyone's listening to this. It's a great life hack. Chipotle kids' meals are $6, and when I found that out, it was insane because they also gave you chips and a drink for free, and I think she gave me a side of guacamole. Also, she was nice about it. She was happy to do it, even though I'm a grown adult and should not have been buying that. Yeah, so add that to your list. You should love that. Number 17. I have loved repeating, and this is a classic for anyone that's been to therapy. They know exactly what I'm talking about. I've loved repeating the same three sob stories over and over again. And I'll get to the end of one, start from the top. I'll do the next one. And then even if it doesn't fit in that session, the next week I'll start with number three and that'll be the start. You know, like that'll be how we start the session. Then, like I said, replay. And if I was paying for my own therapy, I'd probably make better use of it. But I'm not. My intern pays for it. So, and that's the awesome thing about therapy is that she has to listen to it and she has to talk to me about it again. Even though I've talked about it so many times and I know that there's actually like no resolution to it. It's just something I talk about and it's the only place I talk about it anymore. But I will continue and I love talking about those same three stories over and over again. Okay, number 18. And this is the last one. It's actually really dumb. Um... Well, as we know, I love gaining sympathy for myself. I love talking about things that make people feel a little bad for me. So I've been telling people the story to make them feel bad for me about how I have like, I had all these like heat blisters on my chest from the, from like the sun and it's disgusting. And I do it to gain sympathy because I also feel bad for myself and want other people to as well. I also love omitting the detail that I didn't wear sunscreen to float the river in Arizona. And I love omitting that detail because as soon as I say it, all of a sudden, like the vibe changes, they don't feel as bad for me. And so that's why I don't. And I love doing it. I'll continue to do it. All right. And 
I think that's, well, I know that's the end of my list. I think that's the end of everything I wanted to talk about this week. Thank you guys for letting me keep my content going this week. I really appreciate anyone that listens to this, even for a couple minutes, because it does help me. And thank you. I will see you guys next week.